from that carnival ride up, I think it was in Traverse City. That looked like it was in a, it's full of people. And it looked like it was going to tip over and everybody rushed to help balance the thing. I was reading from the Eric Zane Show podcast and they had the video. <laughs> and his quote was, Poverty Carney Ride at Michigan Hillbilly Convention goes bonkers. <laughs> Dirt people rush to help. Oh, Zane, he just, he, every time Eric Zane, it seems like he's going to settle down and just be a good guy. <laughs> just, he completely, he completely alienates a, a, a half his audience. It's amazing. On a serious note, that, how about the people who came and balance that? Now, I'm not going to jump on these rides at all. You know what I love about carnivals? They're food. I'm not lying. Food and cold beer or cold beverages. But if you're the Eric Zane Show podcast, you can't put as a headline over the video, Poverty Carney Ride at Michigan Hillbilly Convention Goes Bonkers. Dirt People Rush to Help. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna stereotype carnies, okay? I'm not gonna do that. I applaud the people who just all rush there to balance it to stop the damn ride and let the people get off before there is tragedy. And the reason we can laugh is that there is no tragedy. And I, I think Eric should retract his paragraph above the video. Poverty Carney Ride at Michigan Hillbilly Convention goes bonkers. Third people rush down. marketing because that's catchy enough that you should make like a lot of money doing that. I believe that. 
think musicians are underpaid. I think a lot of people are underpaid. Not teachers, though. Whatever. You and your summer's off. Welcome in to the Eric Zane Show podcast. This is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Each and every day of the work week. All right. It is June 3rd, 2022. Uh, Tomorrow is three and a half year anniversary since I got fired from BBL, the world famous Cumulus Broadcasting, or Cumulus Media, here in beautiful Grand Rapids, Michigan. I licked my wounds on January 5th, and then Sunday, January 6th, I did a podcast from this very spot. That means Monday is the official three and one half year milestone of doing this uh, online audio video Ponzi scheme. Thank you for contributing to it for as long as you have. It is much appreciated. Okay. Got a lot of fun things to talk about today. Well, some fun, some not so fun. Some is uh, some of the things I talk about. Uh, I mean, it's downright horrible, but it's still something that needs to be talked about today. And I welcome you here. Um, so now I am in clean the house mode. What do you mean by that? Well, when my sweet Diana leaves me, She's left. She's gone. Yeah, it's, what's that song? Hall and Oates. She's gone or something like that. I play it on Big 101.3. Uh, she is... Oh, God. She is just a glutton for punishment. Um, she is supervising a bunch of eighth graders on a trip across the country. It's the eighth grade trip and I I don't know why she does this as Julius used to say the juice the juice the juice is not worth the squeeze it's just because she's just a sweetheart she can't let these people down she's on the east coast trip hello hey you're on a bus full of kids right now right I am okay are you, uh, is everything okay? Are the kids behaving on the bus? So far, but, you know, we're only, you know, three hours in, so things could change quickly. What's the first stop? A Cleveland Zoo. This year you cannot go through Canada because it's a little bit more restrictive to get into Canada these days. Correct. That is very correct. Yep. Is there- so we're heading to the Cleveland Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So we're heading to Cleveland Zoo for a few hours, and then we go. Then we're on the bus for quite a while to Syracuse, New York. Why Syracuse? Is that just where you're stopping to crash? Yeah. Yeah. All right. After Syracuse, what's uh, what's next on the itinerary? I believe it's Boston. Okay, you're gonna see you're gonna see like Fenway Park, shit like that. Yep. 
Ruts and then some big mall there and then uh go uh-huh. Fenway Park and then I think we're gonna go to where the Boston Massacre was. Not really, but Wait a minute. You mean the one on in during the marathon when the kid blew up the pressure cooker? No. Oh. You mean like uh old school Boston Massacre? Yeah. Yeah. That's a I didn't realize that that was a fun enjoyable experience. What I wonder what they do at the Boston Massacre site. I think I, well this is like it's supposed to be a history lesson involved so I'm not sure. Okay, so similar to like uh 9/11 memorial. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you what the Boston Massacre was. Yeah. I I, don't, I'm, I, I think it's kind of not going to be like a real involved thing. It's just going to be like this is the site of Read up on it if you want to type thing. Oh, nobody's going to do that. They're going to. We have one in nine eleven again too, and we always, we always look for. Uh, it's kind of like a little contest where we look for. Uh, uh, what's his face? Is uh, Wells Crowther. Yes. That's an unbelievable uh, champion name. That Wells Crowther. I love him. Yes, so, it I is. love him forever. And we'll also show the. About and the red bandana before oh, we go my god what a what a so if anybody has, if no one has seen that they need to watch that oh you that are is... you are not kidding that will change your life right there that will, oh yeah that I, that will rock you to your core you don't watch man in the red bandana until you're like ready to go to bed because the makeup's going to be running down your face guys are going to be <laughs> blubbering it's 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 intense it really is. Remember a few years ago when I came home from this trip and I said, you have to watch this and you could not believe it. Yep, I did. I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh, Wells, Crowth, uh, Wells Crowther and uh, his father's passed away now. His mom's still uh, still around, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Um, so then we hit New York City and then we go to Top of the Rock and then we go... See, you know, you know, all those typical stuff. Yeah. Gettysburg. Do you remember when Jim, now is, is Fails there? Is he on the bus with you? He is, but he's on a different bus. He's the one who let Jim buy the Hitler Youth Dagger. <laughs> and he, he still talks about that. Well, there's so many things that come to mind. First of all, it, it was a, I mean, it's been a day and an age where there's, um, no, uh, what do you call it? Zero tolerance for kids with weapons. Right. And he goes, yeah, buy this Hitler youth dagger. <laughs> and why in the world would they sell a Hitler youth dagger at a spot that is uh, Gettysburg? That is, right. that doesn't line up historically. Yeah. So many questions with that. He got annoyed with me because I kept bringing it up to him. And he goes, all right, I yeah, know. move on. He just brought it. Up, he just brought it up at our meeting a couple months ago, and he goes, "Oh yeah, uh huh, yeah, I know, yep." He talked about it on the radio too. I know. Wait a minute. <laughs> who 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 brought it up at the meeting? Fails. He brought it up, and then he answered himself. I, well, no, I think actually Mail brought it up. Did oh. you bring it up about the sword? Oh. Yeah, I, mean, I think Mail did. Jesus. Yeah, and then so it's, every, it's something with every kid. I don't think Natty had an issue, but then remember the story of, of Jackie when she went on this trip. Her and Emily Crombie decided to give her luggage, their luggage, to like the bellhop, which they were told not to do. And it like both their luggages ended up like on a cruise ship in, you know, on the New York River or whatever it's called, the Hudson River. Or I did not. I do, I do not recall this. That that doesn't surprise me though. 
<laughs> Why did you give me? I don't know. They just said, I'll take it for you. So we said, okay. So of they course. gave him a good amount. They had to go on it down. Dumbass. <laughs> um, okay. So now on this bus, do you have like your, are, are there, uh, what, are 40, 50 kids on the bus? Yeah. Okay. So I, I'm sorry. Yeah, but see, my, our, our bus would be the best behaved because our chaperone, the chaperone is the principal. One of the, our chaperones is the principal. So. You know, I think our our bus will be the best behaved because he's, yeah. he's on it. Okay, now it, it, when you get on the bus, are you uh, sizing up the like? There, there's probably a couple kids that are suspected of terrible behavior at some point, right? Correct. Okay, so you got an extra eye on those little fuckers. Yes, and they they know their consequences. If they if they do anything out of line, then they get what we call Hershey time. Hershey so time? To, that sounds yeah, so sexy. When you go to Philadelphia and you, we go to Hershey Park, if they have Hershey time, however minute, minutes of Hershey time they have accrued, they have to sit out that long, sit on a bench for that long before they can go do anything in Hershey Park. Oh, wow. That's a, Hey, I was thinking Hershey time, that we could incorporate Hershey time in the bedroom. Yeah, okay. They, you know, that, actually, that sounds pretty disgusting because that could be involved... Yeah. Something gross. <laughs> Hershey time is my new favorite term. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you can use that. All right. Well, um, all right. So everybody's doing well. We'll check in as you yep. uh, uh, go we across. We made our first potty stop, and now we're about two hours from Cleveland Zoo. We're somewhere. Yeah. Let's look at, I don't know where we are we're right probably now. Probably. I'm 75 somewhere, but... Yeah, you probably made it... Well, let's see. What time did you actually embark? Uh, 5, 5 a.m. Yep. Yeah, you're probably 5, past Toledo. Yeah. Um, In all your years of doing this, has there been any... Uh, don't, don't say names. Has there been any student who just was a total asshole from beginning to end? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we've had a couple of those. That's happened. And you're like, what is yeah. wrong with you? You know? Yeah. It's like, why did you even bother to come on right, this trip? Right, right. You, you are a, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, I think they, I think that person, like, accrued, like, an, uh, two hours of Hershey time. Oh, my God, Hershey time. Say it ain't so. <laughs> okay. Well, All right. thank you for your time today. Okay, well, you have fun. Ah, well, hey, you sure, know. Make sure you get all your chores done. Yeah, I'm going to clean. Uh, you know, that, that laundry room's a disaster, That that and the, and the fridge needs to be done. I, I, I would put pool on the top of the list. The pool is for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I am, I, I am using my time wisely. I can promise you that these things are going to be done. Now, I understand that the guy who works on the basement, Kyle, he is in the absolute doghouse right now, right? He pretty much is, yeah. You uh, you, you counted on him to get here, and he's kind of leaving you in the lurch. What's going on there? Are we going to have to fire this guy? I don't, I, I don't know. He, all I know is he, you know, he. I think I think he's going to be here, and then all of a sudden he's not there. All right, so he's not reliable. Like, well, where is he? He's not where reliable. You need someone else to do this. I, hey, I had nothing to do with it for a change. I'm glad he's in trouble and not and not me. Yeah. But, okay, don't forget to call uh, the the mulch people too and tell them to dump off all merch, our mulch because we've already paid for it. Oh, that's that Matt Hubbard dickhead. Yeah, call that dickhead and say, hey, I need our mulch, not we paid you.
Yeah, all right. Thank you. All right. Sounds good. Okay, I love you. Okay, I love you too. I'll talk to you later. Okay, I miss you. Okay, I miss you too. Okay, bye. 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 Queen of the Forest. Yeah, Matt Hubbard, uh, best bark in stone. This cock. I've been buying shit from him for years. And I go, you should mark it on the podcast. I can't, man. Why? I just can't. Like, what are you talking about? You can't. I, I think he's one of these uh, weirdo. Um, I, I know he listens. He listens to every show. He supports me on Patreon. But he's like, uh, it's because maybe I use poo-poo caca words. It's either because I use poo-poo caca words or because I don't support Republicans. Um, has made it so his vision is clouded and he cannot uh, market his company on my show. And I was like, well, you're stupid. You are a horrible business owner is what you are. If you're letting those things cloud your judgment, you dumb dick. So anyway, this is what I want you to do. If you need to buy like mulch, call this jerk at best bark and stone and say, yeah, uh, you should, I'll, I'll buy your stupid mulch, but uh, you should also spend some money on the Eric Zane show podcast. Why are you such a twat? I feel like I've earned that. Like I can actually call you out for those things because you are. What the hell was I going to talk about? Um, oh God. Another uh, personal story going on here at the household. Yesterday, it's time for the NFK to uh, take the shower. As you know, I'm his caregiver. And so, by the way, thank God for him because I'm walking down the steps. He goes, hey, don't, hey, hey, shit, fuck. Don't we have to go get uh, some blood drawn today? And I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot about that. Thank you for reminding me. Yes, you have a physical next week. So we need to go because I got to take a look at the blood, look at your cholesterol, all that shit. So off we go. Before that, though, I'm like, hey, let's jump in the shower. Well, not both of us, but him. And then uh, so he's standing in front of me uh, naked as a jaybird. And I realize that I have left the uh, things I need to wash him in the damn camper, which is no longer in my driveway. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Now, uh, if I can, I can, uh, I could use a different shampoo. That's no big deal. And I can use a bar of soap as opposed to the body wash. But the one thing that I have to have is this loofah that's on a wand. Okay. That thing, it, you're it's, you know, it's, it's, you can, really get into all the good nooks and crannies. Jesse says, guess you're using your hand. You are correct. I am. And I did because I got nothing. So I'm like, well, I got to wash this guy's balls and ass crack. So now I did have gloves on, but, um, boy, he has a very squishy sack by the way. And, um, yeah, uh, I know you're eating breakfast, but that's exactly what you you do. I go, hey, Kevy, uh, I don't I don't have 
So you're sorry, you're going to get a finger in your ass. Here it comes. Not in his ass, but in his cheeks. So you got to clean the clean them, man. You don't want to uh, have any smag or anything. Uh, suggestion, I should have used tongs and a washcloth. I did use a washcloth, but I, I had to still get in there with my hand. Just, that's love. That is what you do. Uh, on my list of things to do today, get a new loofah on a stick. But he's clean now. No one needs to hear about his sack. Well, look, hey, I have made a living, uh, you know, telling the truth. And that's just the way it goes. Uh, the word on the street is that today at beautiful Bosco's Pub, the group is getting together. Oh, my God. 6 p.m. at Bosco's. I would love to see you. You can see for yourself it's going to get real quiet when all the food's delivered because everyone's going to be like, rawr, rawr, rawr. And, I, and I'm right there with you. Uh, so Luigi Burger, you, you got to try a Luigi. You haven't lived or you've had a unbelievably big hamburger with m- mozzarella sticks, marinara, and pepperoni. <laughs> Holy shit. It's a walking heart attack. But I'm excited. I am excited today for that that is i'm just so looking forward to that uh as you know this show happens in the baldwin ace hardware fear bunker studio uh that's very very important to note uh studio sponsorship baldwin ace hardware a beacon of diy awesomeness in the northland of michigan if you ever want to say hello please send me an email that's like the best way to correspond with me uh eric at ericzaneshow.com the email is sponsored by Shoreliners Striping. A bunch of uh, uh, American Hockey League referees and linesmen uh, and East Coast League linesmen and referees who own this. Tim Mayer is, is the man behind it. And uh, I think there might be someone else too. Uh, I forget. Anyway, that's who you call to uh, sweep the parking lot, stripe the parking lot, stripe the athletic field, uh, stripe the inside of the workplace all there shorelinerstriping.com now if you are watching this show live on facebook um, twitter and youtube it's time for you to leave but all you need to know is that you can get more of the show as it happens live right now if you go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live, they stay with me for the whole show. So it's worth it. If you go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live and hit uh, follow, you'll get a notification. That way you don't get anything interrupted. You can skip the Facebook, the YouTube and the Twitter and go right to Twitch every time and try to get as many people as possible on Twitch. While you're there, subscribe. That's a step above following. If you're subscribed, you get the show without any commercial interruption during the show. Everybody gets an ad at the start of it. That's what Amazon did. Yeah, Amazon owns Twitch, and they're they're making their money. Uh, but if you want to get the show without any commercial interruption, you got to subscribe, and you can do it for free on your desktop or laptop by clicking the subscribe free with Twitch Prime button. You'll link up your Amazon Prime account. If not, if you choose, it's 5 bucks a month. If not, it's 100% free if you can sit through the ads. Otherwise, download the audio podcast wherever you download podcasts. 
Uh, just search Eric Zane Show Podcast on any platform that you want. And there it is. Download to your heart content. Please subscribe to those two. And uh, hey, if you can, throw a review at me. I want to hear what you think about this show. That could make or break my weekend, frankly. So there you go. I'll cut you folks loose right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just us on Twitch. Thank you for being here. Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Uh, my Twitter feed brought to you by Blue Frost IT. YouTube brought to you by Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. Gas in my neck of the woods hit $4.99 yesterday. Uh, nearly halfway to my $10 goal, as I indicated. I am pushing for 10 bucks a gallon. That is the only way we get out of this. You're like, what are you talking about? I'm talking about demand. We need to shut off what we're willing to buy. Stay with me here. Dad said it on Dear Meathead when someone said, you have any tips for saving money on gas? And he said, yeah, walk. Yes. Uh, not Maybe not walk, but cut out all trips. All trips need to be wiped from the map. Patrick Dahan from GasBuddy.com, who started right here in West Michigan, by the way. And now, you know, he's he's like the guy. He's the guru about gas prices. I think there's a booger on my face. Damn it. Uh, he says that he does not think that Americans are to a point now where they're ready to shut it down. The demand is still high. It doesn't, though it, where I live, it's four ninety nine a gallon and in some places much higher. Doesn't feel like people are ready to throw in the towel. It would probably have to get to about maybe five and a half bucks, perhaps six a gallon for people who want to travel to say, all right, fuck it. He's right, at least for me personally. I plan on going up north before too long. Uh, true. What was? I mean, I don't even. I don't remember what the hell it was. A gallon. I'm. I'm just gonna say. Two bucks a gallon, for the 55 gallons it costs to fuel uh, to fill up the damn RV. That's 110 bucks to fill it up. You see what I mean? We are to a point now where. $110 to fill up the tank is an absolute vacation. That's awesome. Back when it was two bucks a gallon, though, I thought, oh my God, it's a 110 bucks to fill this up. I would kill for that right now. Right now at $4.99, it's $274.45 to fill up. So that means uh, each trip. The cost of each trip is uh, gone up $164.45. So if I traveled once a month with the camper, um, I'm paying in that amount additionally. 
$164.45. That isn't enough, though, to make me not go. I would just come up with the money some other way. Uh, Don't buy this. Don't buy that. Not the end of the world. It just looks shocking to see $4.99 a gallon, and I agree. But I kind of like it. Because if it's 10 bucks a gallon, that's 550 I had to do the math on that, believe it or not. That's ridiculous. $550 to fill up my tank. Now that, okay. That means if it's 550 minus 110, I again had to do the calculator. I couldn't just do it in my head. That's an additional $440 a month to travel up north. Okay, now that, it's not going to hit 10 bucks a gallon where I live. At least I don't think. Uh, We're getting to the point, though, where eventually Americans are going to say, I'm just not going to travel. And when we shut that down, then we will start to see some turnaround. So, you know, all of this being uh, cooped up inside, we haven't been able to do anything for the longest time because um, basically two and a half years ago, the whole pandemic started. And now people are like, fuck it, I'm going out. I don't give a shit about gas prices. I am doing my thing, and good for you. Uh, Don't worry. This is all temporary. I believe that. Um, We'll get through this. The price of a gallon of gas in Death Valley, I had talked about this um, earlier in the week. I I said, oh, yeah, I keep seeing images of $7 a gallon somewhere in the U.S., but that's not true. That's not true. No, it is true. It is true. There are places in the United States uh, where it, it is that expensive and even more. There's a uh, place that is the hottest spot on the globe. Well, Death Valley is the hottest spot on the globe. Regularly, it's 130 degrees in Death Valley. I think the highest recorded temperature ever on the planet was here in Death Valley, California, at 137 degrees one time in like the 1920s. Uh, but they regularly hit 130 degrees there, and now we're into the summer months. So that's a regular thing. Well, it's it's tough to get gas to this particular gas station in Furnace Creek, California. And the Furnace Creek gas station right now for a gallon of diesel is $9.35. <laughs> wow. Uh, mid-grade gas is nine dollars and eight cents uh 87 octane regular gas eight dollars and 84 cents furnace creek this is the uh, an area of the country where it is not easy to get anywhere um and god help you if you break down first of all there are lots of breakdowns on the on the road for cars and semis because when you're traveling and it's 130 degrees in the air and then on the road surface, you got where, you know, where the tires are getting chewed up, you got to figure it's considerably warmer at the road surface level. So that just ruins cars. And so on the regular, you will see breakdowns. And if people are in their cars and the air conditioning doesn't really work that well when the car is standing still and god forbid if the car is broken down and you can't get any air conditioning whatsoever oh you know you're fucked you're just gonna cook oh my god 
drive through there at your own risk. I'm guessing that the uh, the prices are that high to uh, uh, not encourage people to drive through Furnace Creek, which sounds like a misnomer to me because in this part of the country, there's a, there's a mountain range, the Sequoia Mountain Range, just to the west of Death Valley, and all of the rain falls there and none of it falls in the valley they get two inches of rain a year here so furnace creek there's no creek it's just a lake of fire for fuck's sake jesus i kind of uh there's only like 150 people that actually live here there are actually people that live in this part of the country very small amount of people who live there year round and, uh, but they still get a lot of people, uh, tourists, who just want to experience 130-plus fucking degrees. I kind of want to be that guy. I Hey, that, I think that that would be really cool to just drive through. Like, wow, this is I, it's 130-plus degrees here. Holy shit. Okay, now let's leave. So that's where we, uh, where we are at right now. Um, we are, you know, I... I'm curious um, if people who own the oil companies, um, if it's just record profits right now. Now, I understand that in the summer months, the fuel blend that they make is more costly. And I I read somewhere that it has to do with um, – the level of butane that they're able to put in the fuel and in the summertime, that's something to do with temperature of fuel has to, they have to do something to the fuel that costs a little bit more, but still, holy shit. And now we're getting into the point of the year where like hurricanes are going to, are starting to churn or uh, tropical storms are becoming hurricanes. And you know how it is, you know, you even look at a refinery cross-eyed and it shuts down for like three weeks. And that means that, uh, you know, the price skyrockets, uh, as soon as that happens, so 10, 10, 10, 10, we might see it. Uh, honestly, probably more like six, six and a half, depending on where you live. But uh, wow, incredible. For one gallon of gas. And you know, my neighbor, uh, um, Schimmel, was walking around feeding the chickens, and he's having this pensive moment. And, uh, you know, there's dead kids everywhere. Schools are all shot up. Hospitals are shot up. It's, it's horrible. And uh, he's, he's scattering the seed. And I go, hey, Schimmel. Hey. I go, what's up? Troubled times, man. Troubled times. And I'm thinking he's going to, like, bust out, you know, school shootings or something. I go, yeah. He goes, gas prices. I'm like, gas prices? That's that's your troubled times? Gas prices? Right now, there's a kid uh, in, in Ukraine starving, uh, eating his dad, his dead dad's hand, and you're, for food, and you're 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 worried about the fucking gas prices. <laughs> Some of that might be embellished. If any one of the Schimmel kids are listening, do not tell your dad that. All right. Um. Holy shit, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast yesterday. Oh, oh my fuck. 
was this ridiculous. Um, it 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 uh, it had kind of was this is this is uh, was always um, my favorite thing that ever happened on the radio, and it is still my favorite thing that happens on the on the podcast. Organic humor, something funny happens, which continues to snowball and get more intensely funny as time passes. And it wasn't anything planned. If you were there, you know what I mean. It has to do with Saul, blind Saul. Uh, Saul was having some technical issues and he's got this device, um, that we figured out, well, it, it talks, it's his robot voice. And so if anybody uh, says anything on the chat during the live stream, um, during the zoom, the, his robot would recite it and it didn't take long before we all figured that out and started to use that for evil. And it is, it's just ridiculous. And I, I cannot wait for you to check it out because, um, it, it kept, the, everyone was upping their game, um, saying crazy shit for Saul's robot to utter out. And so you need to hear it. And it's available on my Patreon. Holy shit. Was that funny? The president spoke yesterday and he is, uh, begging lawmakers to change the law. Okay, now for starters, he wants to bring back the assault weapons ban. Now, I'm curious about that. I would like to see statistics that indicate that, and it it might be, I don't know. I haven't taken the time to look at it. I need statistics to back up, data to back up, that when the assault weapons ban was in place, was there a dramatic drop in crime? in mass shootings, like the ones that have been killing kids and doctors and shit and, uh, grocery workers and grocery customers and on and on and on. Um, and did it go up dramatically when it expired? That's what I want to know. He is, uh, he's very emotional for God's sake. You know, he's emotional when he's dropping for God's sake, do something. Uh, he visited, Uvalde, Texas, and the people were chanting, do something, do something. And he heard them. And so that became his, for God's sake, do something. Now, again, I, um, I'm not saying we don't, I'm not saying we do. I think ultimately it, it probably would be prudent to make it more difficult for 18 year old assholes to get, uh, any type of weaponry, frankly. Uh, I think that there needs to be something more in place, but I, I, you know, you got to do this right. And my point all along from the very beginning was all of that shit is going to take an eternity. Uh, that doesn't help anyone who's in school on June 3rd, 2022. So this needs to be a multi pronged, uh, defensive maneuver that like you are in wartime. And I think that we need to act on a local level. Uh, if you want to have uh, some type of defense set up in the first place. But absolutely, something needs to be talked about and done. I do believe that. But 
if you even if you um, said, okay, right now every gun in America is illegal, uh, no one is going to adhere to that. People will just, you know how it is with these guys. Come and take it. They're going to put on their come and take it gear, and th- that you know, everybody's just going to hang on to their weapons. That isn't going to change anything. Uh, I, you know, there, there's a lot of great people who have weaponry, and I don't worry about them. I worry about the asshole who, um, when he wants to go kill people, he just goes and buys a gun. And that happened in uh, Uvalde, and it has happened in Oklahoma. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Have you been, have you read up? I know you're like, oh man, I am sick of these gunman stories. I just can't take this one. Well, this one's getting, you know, no one's really talking about it, but I, I'm talking about it. This maniac, okay, uh, in Tulsa, it was, uh, he had like back surgery. And, okay, so he has just a, whatever the, uh, I don't know the specifics of the surgery. Um, and I'm struggling to get to the key points of the story here. Sorry. He, uh, after like a couple days after the surgery, he was uh, discharged from the hospital. All right. And then after being discharged, he, uh, he called up the doc and said, Hey, it still hurts. Uh, the, the bad guy carried a letter that said he was targeting the doctor. The letter made it clear that he came in with the intent to kill Dr. Phillips and anyone who got in his way. Um, the patient, I'm sorry. Yeah. The patient said that Phillips performed the surgery on May 19th. Bad guy was released from the hospital on May 24. He said, uh, and then the bad guy called the doctor's office several times over several days reporting. He was still, Hey, it still hurts. Still hurts. And then he went back to the doctor for additional treatment. Bad guy called the office again Wednesday saying it still hurts. Uh, after that, the guy went and uh, bought an AR-15. All right, I've had enough. I've heard back pain is a bitch, but I didn't know it could, you know, seriously. He uh, went, just went and bought uh, an AR-style semi-automatic rifle on the afternoon of the shooting, and he bought a handgun on Sunday. Um, and and that was it. And then, uh, all right. Uh, I don't think you did a good job on my surgery because I'm still in pain. And you fucking idiot. I mean, my, my God, uh, haven't you ever heard about being patient? The NFK was uncomfortable for a couple of weeks after they uh, ground up his neck and put him back together like a fucking beat up Mr. Potato Head. You got to let the medicine work for fuck's sake. But this idiot was impatient and he ended up shooting up the fucking hospital. Uh, Karen Love said her parents were in an examination room with one of Phillips' assistants when the couple heard the commotion outside when they realized it was gunshots. Karen Love said her father grabbed the door handle and was pulling on the door from inside the room. As they heard this guy going up and down the hall, they knew it was gunfire. They thought it was just someone It was someone just shooting people. My dad was trying to hold the door the best he could. Police believe bad guy bought his weapons legally, like I said. 
Uh, law enforcement was praised. 911 operators in emergency emergency for their immediate response to the attack Wednesday. Unlike Uvalde, where the the cops were fucking making s'mores and watching the show outside of the elementary school. Police rushed in about three minutes after dispatchers uh, received the report and made contact with the gunman. They got the report at 4.52. They encountered the gunman at 5.01. Bad guy shot himself 39 seconds after the first officers entered the building. Hold on a second. I got to take a picture here. Ruthie. Bruce is actually sitting on Daisy. Sorry. I had to get that. I interrupt this uh, mass shooting story to take a picture of Bruce sitting on Daisy. Uh, I like how the cop says, our training led us to take immediate action without hesitation, he said. I wish he would have followed it up with, unlike those dumb fucks in Texas. That's exactly what officers do, and that's what they did in this instance. Can you imagine if you're that fat fucking cop in Uvalde who's reading that going, oh, shit, I wish I'd have done that. And they even said in this AP article, the length of time it took police officers in Uvalde, Texas, to engage a gunman during last week's deadly shooting at Robb Elementary has become a key focus of that investigation. Officers waited 78 minutes to breach the classroom. Can you imagine the parents... I remember there was a story on there about parents were being arrested and ha- handcuffed and arrested because they're like, well, I want to go help my son. He might be shot. And they're like, no, no, you're under arrest. What the fuck? There should be a mass shooting at the police station. That's what should happen. Never before has there been, uh, I better not even say that. Someone's going to deplatform me for that joke. Anyway. Uh, the 18-year-old gunman attacked with an AR-style semi-automatic rifle. Uh, I don't need to talk about that. So, all right. Um, and now here we have ban do something, ban guns. I still don't believe it's, well, I think it's kind of a gun issue. I just don't know how quickly you can expect anything to happen. If you do take this long route, I think it needs to be a combination of things. Sure, go ahead. Uh, whatever. The fucking background checks, raise the age. I don't give a shit what you do. That isn't what concerns me. Um, what concerns me is today, now. And if you, you know, here because if, if nothing is done on a local level, and let's just say for the sake of this discussion that lawmakers go, all right, yeah, let's figure it out. Uh, let's begin this process. And we are going, I mean, if there's suddenly an epiphany from both sides and they figure it out and they start to work together, you know, four years from now, when they hammer it out, there's going to be 50 more uh, uh, mass shootings, you know? And so I, I think, yeah, uh, yeah, go ahead and, and do whatever it is you do, but the, that's going to take forever. So, you know, uh, I, I think locally something needs to be done to uh, boost the security. This is an absolute dire thing. It needs to be. Um, I think we need to press this as a society and as a culture. It can't just be, well, someone's got to help us. Let's go help ourselves. I mean, come on now. 
The Patreon bonus podcast happens after this show. And I would love you to be part of it. Uh, well, hell, I I think it's worth five bucks or ten bucks a month just to witness what happened yesterday on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. It was ridiculous. P A T R E O N Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you if you're already on board. Thank you if you've been on board in the past. And uh, but I encourage you to sign up. So much fun. Jesus. Uh, Berlin Raceway. There is racing this weekend. The weather's going to be awesome at Berlin Raceway. Uh, a family of five can have a great time for 24 bucks. So mom buys the ticket. Dad buys the ticket. Three kids. They get in free because they're under 15. Uh, tickets when you buy online are just 12 bucks a pop. I think they're more when you get them like at the gate. Um, you can bring in a cooler with all your snacks and your soft drinks. That's fine. No glass. And you cannot bring in your own booze. You want to buy a beer? It's five bucks or ice cold. That's not bad for venue beer. Venue beers are like 12, 14, sometimes 16 bucks, which is fucking sick. But, um, in addition, parking is free. And it's an incredible experience. I love going to the races. Racing starts at 6 p.m. Uh, for the rest of the year. BerlinRaceway.com. Blue Frost IT is the managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show podcast. Now, you've heard me talk about this for quite some time. And if your business, you know, sometimes... You already have IT support services because your company is large enough to have its own IT staff. Well, listen up. What they don't have is the ability to buy at a ridiculous price, hardware, software, and licensing. Okay. So tap this resource, Blue Frost IT, if you need to upgrade your hardware, software, and licensing. They're a licensing vendor. Reach out to them, info at Blue Frost IT. Or call them, 616-285-50. If you don't have an IT department, why not? You need one. I do. My little shit show from a dormer above my garage. I have an IT department. It's Alan. I pay him 150 bucks a month to take care of my shit. I don't ever need them, but it's worth it. That's like the only, that's the one expense I cannot do without. I have to have an IT department because if shit goes south on my tech, I'm sunk. Oh, yeah, let me just take a week off. Oh, God. Every day I don't podcast, I lose money. I have to have this. Uh, Alan at Blue Frost IT, absolutely great. Uh, the managed IT service provider of the Eric Zane Show podcast, 616-285-50 for your business. Daisy is snoring like a son of a gun. I don't know how you can't hear that. This mic works where if uh, if I'm talking... It, it allows that to be heard, but any silence, it, it, it gates it. It shuts it down. So I don't know if you can hear it. Hang on. <laughs> He's just sawing logs. Her eyes are twitching like crazy. And Bruce is sleeping on top of her. Jesus. Okay. Um, while I'm at it, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke mortgage working hard to get you a mortgage. Now, um, 
right now the Fed is trying to decrease the demand for homes by raising the interest rate. So, you know, a year and a half ago, you could get a 2.65% 15-year fixed mortgage percentage rate. You can't get that right now. You can still get a decent rate, but again, uh, uh, the the mortgage, uh, the, the housing thing, what's going on is there's, everyone's buying up all the houses or has bought them up. So they're like, okay. And everybody's house values through the roof. And they're like, Hey, I can, I can sell my house for $300,000 more than what I paid for. Yeah. Yes. But you also have to buy another house unless you're going to live in a cardboard box. Ding dong. Um, if you are in the market though, and you need a mortgage, Mario is who you need. Okay. NMLS number 3035, his service is second to none. And I'm not saying hire him sight unseen. Uh, reach out to him and talk to him. Have him set you up, what he's going to do for you, and compare him to any other person in the area who does mortgages. Okay? Not all mortgage people are created equal. Mario has the money. He has the personnel. He can help you. Reach out. 231-332-6505. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Uh, this will work for any state in the listening audience with the exception of Maine, South Carolina, Hawaii, and Alaska. Okay, I need to take a quick break because uh, just I got to go turn on the fan because I think the hallelujahs might be able to hear me, and that's not good. And I, I just want to. I just want to do that. I just need a break. But there's more coming up. Don't go anywhere, okay? Enjoy. Jimmy Stinson. As you all know the words to this instrumental song, sing it. Hey! I just saw a story that uh, I need to share with you. It is, uh... okay, so the Tigers, our beloved Detroit Tigers here in Michigan, have uh, they've been winning a little bit lately, starting to uh, turn it around, I guess. Uh, they they uh, did well in a series against the Minnesota Twins, who lead the division. And um, that isn't what this is about, though. Uh, I think the guy's name is Nest. Excuse me, Nestor Cortez, the Twins pitcher. And uh, the announcer for the game is a guy named Jim Cott. That's K A A T. He's just, he's from right here. He's he grew up in. Uh, Zeeland, Michigan, the town next door to where I'm at. He's an old timer. Uh, I think he's about, yeah, he's 83 years old. He pitched for the Twins, among other teams. Pitched for a lot of teams. And he was just elected into the Hall of Fame. They've got like a, um, baseball has what they call a Golden Days Era Committee. And they, uh, they said, yeah, let's let Jim Cott in. And, uh, and it stands up. I mean, he's got a, a solid enough earned run average, 3.45. Not incredible, but, you know, old school. 283, 283 wins, 237 losses, 2,461 strikeouts. Uh, played from 1959 to 1983. 
25-year career. As old people do, though, I mean, listen to this. This is a pretty good track record. 13, three-time All-Star World Series champ in 82, 16-time Gold Glove Award, uh, led the league in wins in 1966, uh, Minnesota Twins Hall of Fame. Okay, whatever. That is nothing to do. I'm just giving his background because he was very, very successful. Um, I think there's a short circuit on language. Old guys uh, say um, dumb shit all the time. And now he's in trouble because of a comment that he made the other day during the Tigers game. He referred to the pitcher, his own pitcher, as something. That favorite pitcher being... Okay, hang on. That's not enough value. Here we go. So the, the pitcher is what, he's, is what he's talking about. That favorite pitcher being kind of like Devin Smeltzer, Nestor the Molester, Nestor Cortez. Man, he is fun to watch. <laughs> One more time. That favorite pitcher being kind of like Devin Smeltzer, Nestor the Molester, Nestor Cortez. Man, he is fun to watch. <laughs> this apparently is a bit of an issue. Uh, obviously, this man did not mean anything by that. Unless maybe Nestor Cortez is into raping kids. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> But Yahoo Sports writes, broadcaster Jim Cott uses offensive nickname for Yankees Nestor Cortez during game. Now, what the headline doesn't say is he's also 83 years old and old fucks say shit like this. I'm sorry. It was, uh, he was using that to describe... Minnesota Twins broadcaster Jim Codd made an offensive remark while describing New York Yankees pitcher Nestor Cortez on the air Thursday. Cott was calling the Twins 3-2 loss to the Tigers on Tuesday on Thursday and brought up Cortez while Chris Archer was striking out Miguel Cabrera. Obviously, I don't know shit about baseball. Um, but it doesn't matter. He still said it. He referred to Yankees pitcher Nestor Cortez as Nestor the Molestor. The Twins spoke to Cod after the game and said he plans to reach out to Cortez to apologize. That's the type of thing that when you say, hey, Jim, uh, we know you're old as fuck, but you realize you called him a molester. And the old guy, doesn't matter who it is, will say, yeah, what? What's, is, that not, is that bad? Old people don't know things. Old people are dumb as shit. Uh, obviously we take these matters seriously and like in all cases, we'll handle this internally and privately twins, vice president of communications and Dustin content, but uh, Dustin Morris said, Jim meant no ill will. Yeah, I know. But I mean, I would love it if the twins would say, you got to understand he's 83 years old and old people are very, very stupid. This is what you get when you let the elderly speak. Okay. Cortez, who earned the nickname Nasty Nestor, was asked about the incident after the Yankees' doubleheader against the Angels on Thursday night. 
I'm sure, you know, he didn't really mean it and people make mistakes, but it didn't offend me at all, Cortez said via the Associated Press. So, you know, I don't really have anything more to say than just that, honestly. Thursday's incident marks his second in less than a year. I I wonder what the first one was. I don't know if I remember this. In October, during a baseball game, uh, an MLB network broadcast of an A uh, American League Divisional Series game between the Astros and White Sox, Cott said that teams should try to, quote, get a 40-acre field full of players that look like Yoan Moncada. I don't get it. That comment, of course, references the 40 acres of land and a mule that the United States government promised and largely failed to deliver to slaves after they were freed following the Civil War. (laughs) Wait a minute. Uh, A 40-acre field full of players. All right. I guess. God apologized later during that game, saying he used a poor choice of words that resulted in an insensitive and hurtful remark. All right. I don't know about that. I don't know about any of this. Every, every bit of this is fine. Uh, this person writes, stop taking stuff out of context. I really doubt the way that this is being presented is how Cot meant it to sound. People need to stop judging others that are of no consequence. Do you remember last year during the baseball season when they were talking about, uh, the, what's the name of the guy, the Japanese player who uh, he, he hits like 900-foot home runs and he throws his fastballs like 140 miles an hour. He plays, he's like six foot eleven. Plays for the Angels. Shoei Otani and Jack Morris. I think it was Jack Morris. Was it Jack Morris? How do you how do you handle Shoei Otani? He goes very, very carefully. Oh, very, very carefully. He like used like a like an Asian accent. And then some people were like, oh, he was doing uh Mr. Magoo. No, he wasn't, you asshole. He was doing the way Jap- Japanese guys talk. If I'm Jack Morris, I'm like, no, I wasn't doing Mr. Magoo. That, that, I was trying to sound like an Asian dude. Just own it, you know? Oh, yeah. I would, that was my impression of an Asian person. Oh, very, very carefully. So what? Who gives a fuck? Are you telling me I can do an impression of a German dude or an Irish guy or a black guy, but I can't do an impression of an Asian? Uh, maybe I can't do an impression of a black guy. Might get in trouble for that. I don't know about this on this platform. I might be able to get away with it. I hate that shit. Uh, Accents are funny. And if you don't think an accent is funny, and if you think that I can't do the accent of someone, I, I want you to die. I don't like you. I want you to leave me. I don't want any part of you. Stay away from me. Don't talk to me. I don't want to know you. Yeah, Jack Morris, I think, is he, um, Kyler would know, Kyler or Kybers would know, is I, he might have, I think he came back. I think they kind of quietly put him back into play. 
But Jim Cott referring to Nestor Cortez as a molester is fucking great. Yeah, we had a talk with Jim. That's what you have to say, I guess. All right. Um, Okay, this is the story of a doctor who has fathered, at current count, 94 children. There's a Netflix uh, based on real life drama with, it's like a docudrama called Our Father. It is the story of Dr. Donald Klein. And, okay, off the top of my head, I think this is how this went, and then I'll go back and fill in the blanks. Some chick does a 23andMe DNA test, and she determines that all across the U.S. she has siblings. And she's like, what? Oh, this thing's wrong. This can't be right. Turns out her father is this fertility doctor who was impregnating women who were trying to get pregnant. And it, uh, I am not kidding you. Like the women would come in, he'd put him in the stirrups. He'd say, okay, I've got answers for you. We're going to find a way to get you pregnant. And I'm not kidding. He would go into the other room, jizz into a Petri dish, take a syringe, suck it up. And then, uh, not with a needle, but the syringe, he would then stick it into the woman's womb and go, and then get the women pregnant. I am not even kidding. That's exactly what he would do. Would, All right, I'll be right back with the uh, with with my magic elixir. Oh, oh, oh. You're pregnant. That's how this chick's mom, uh, Jacoba Ballard is her name. That's how her mom got pregnant. This is her, right her, right here, right her, right here. Jacoba Ballard got pregnant, or her mom got pregnant. I'm fucking this shit up. God, what an asshole. Uh, that way. Okay. And uh, this dude, uh, this is an actor, actually. But I don't have a picture of the doc. But, yeah, this is the story. So I got to see this shit. Holy hell. Uh, according to this article from Insider, which I'll link up for you. Uh, whenever Jacoba Ballard walks around her small town, she scans the faces of people to see if they share her features. It's like really gotten into her head. Uh, the 41-year-old lady has 93 known half-siblings, but she suspects there are many more. Quote, it's just common for me to pass people on the street and I'll look at them, she said in the Netflix film, Our Father. She said she studies their characteristics and thinks you could be related to me. Wouldn't that be, that'd be crazy, man? Uh, that's how it went. In 2014, she did the home DNA test and uh, dotted along the map. Um, that's what led her to discover that Dr. Donald Klein was her father. 
Um, she initially found seven DNA matches at first. She launched an investigation into the doc's actions. Over the past eight years, she's traced scores of his children. Each of them used DNA tests to determine whether the medical professional had sired them too. It's disgusting, Ballard said, and our father adding, he used my mom as a pawn and he did it, and he did it over and over again. Eh, it might be overstating it. I mean, mom was looking to get pregnant and if it weren't for this guy... You know, all right, uh, but let the ends justify the means. If it weren't for this doctor, you wouldn't be here. So I I don't know. Do you think maybe she should lighten up a little? You know, maybe anybody got Klein's case is believed to be one of the most extreme examples of a physician using his own sperm to impregnate women without their knowledge or consent. He told Ballard's mother, Debbie, that he'd used donor sperm to inseminate her because her her spouse was infertile. He told other patients that he'd used their husband's sperm, the film showed. Instead, he'd go to his office, beat his meat, then he would inject the sperm secretly into the uterus of the future mother. Um... She did a lot of Facebook messaging to track these people down. Jacoba Ballard did. I dread every new match that comes, but they keep coming. The doc's like, so did I. Into my hand. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, oh. Film, part documentary, part dramatization, referencing the time. She checks her computer to see if there's a new person in her inbox saying, hey, I'm your sister. The woman, Jacoba Ballard, spoke with Beatoff, Dr. Beatoff on the phone and recorded their conversations excerpts from the calls are played in the film and Ballard said they proved that Klein had no remorse and one of their interactions the doctor who's now retired begged Ballard to stop cooperating with the media he's like tone it down a little okay the doc said his marriage would be over if the attention continued and that he was going to be hurt badly Wow, can you imagine if he's like married and normal normal life, normal wife, normal kids, his own family, and then uh, the wife finds out that every week you've got a new handful of kids that are coming out of the woodwork. Oh, shit. And our father, Ballard, said she wouldn't be silenced. Bring it on because I'm going to fight you. Well, I don't know what you're hoping to do here. I mean... Uh, Honestly, I don't know if she's doing any good because if this Jacoba Ballard is going to inform all these people that the people that they thought the father that they thought they had is not their father. And these are people in their thirties, forties, and fifties. I mean, what's that going to do to them? That's going to uh, completely change their life as they know it. It might be better off. Uh, leaving those st- those stones uh, where they lie. You know what I mean? I have a dear friend, and I've never mentioned this, who is uh, in his... You know what? I better not mention this. Forget I said that. Uh, sometimes when I uh, talk on the podcast, I, I get in the zone. And uh, for a change, I am going to blue ball you and not tell you everything on my mind. All right. Never mind. 
the half-siblings lobbied the Indiana Attorney General to take action, but to their dismay, prosecutors said that the doctor could not be charged with sexual assault or battery. They said no crime related to the insemination uh, of of unsuspecting patients. How? How can that not be a crime? Klein was investigated nonetheless. A DNA test showed that he was more than 99% likely to be all the different uh, young uh, people's father. He denied paternity, though. How do you deny it? He was charged with two counts of obstruction of justice for lying to the attorney general. He pleaded guilty at first before admitting his guilt in court in 2017. He was fined 500 bucks, got one year prison sentence and was suspended because of his age. That was suspended because of his age and people who defended his character before the judge. I don't know, man. In the film, a group of uh, half siblings who are among Klein's 94 known children speculate about his motives. They wonder if they stem from some kind of religious calling to sire hundreds of kids. Ballard has, has since become an advocate for survivors of survivors of fertility fraud. The rise in popularity of DNA testing has helped pinpoint some 44 positions who abuse their position to inject unwitting patients with their sperm. My God. Can you imagine if you're a doctor, like this doctor in particular, when the technology emerges that people anybody can go get a DNA test and, and see this type of information? Like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. Please, no. Oh, no, it's happening. Fuck. Uh, in the last of her interviews in Our Father, Jacoba Ballard, said about her crusade, I will do this until the day I fucking die. I don't know, man. Let it go. Who cares at this point? You're alive. I would say you need to, you know, you should have a relationship with a guy or something. I don't know. I think she's taking it too hard, don't you? What do you think? I think she's going too too hard on this. I mean, if it wasn't for this doctor, you would you would never have existed. So I, I don't know. It's kind of like don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, so to speak. Well, hell, he didn't when he was in the other room beating off, making you, making one half of your being. Am I being too uh, flippant about this, perhaps? Okay. Let me help your business. Reach out to me on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox, Eric at ericsaintshow.com. And I would love to tell you about marketing on the show. Everything's a handshake deal. And uh, I would love to tell you about it. No pressure. Quite simple, too. I've got a uh, terrific track record of uh, very, very happy sponsors who will speak on my behalf if need be. Thank you so much if you've signed up and uh, continue to sponsor the show. I'd love to hear from you. Eric at ericsaintshow.com. Like Frank the Tank Fuss from My Policy Shop Insurance, you can get health insurance. Uh, people haven't investigated healthcare.gov enough to know how effective it is. Okay. Uh, much maligned program that I have been utilizing for three and a half years, and it I have nothing but rave reviews about it. That's how I have insured my family. Uh, in order to navigate this, though, it's best to have someone like Frank Fuss in your corner. So all you got to do is call him and put him on the case, and he'll do the rest. This costs you no money. 
He'll do everything. It might take you a 10-minute phone call answering some of his questions, and he's going to help you out. He is an absolute insurance guru. I'm not even kidding. It's time to get some health insurance for you and your family. If you don't have it, you're making a horrible, horrible mistake. Insure your family. 616-914-4070. This is uh, ultra important for people who are self-employed or between jobs. You can get insurance. Good insurance. Probably the best, probably the best insurance you're ever going to have. I am not even kidding about that. All right, we got a paintball war coming up in 23 days. Paintball war number 19, the summertime slaughter with a uh, subtitle, Rest in Peace, Devil Fart Mike. Uh, Triggered Rick from TC Paintball is putting this event on, and I want you there. He hates when I call him Triggered Rick, but let's be honest here. He was absolutely triggered by Devil Fart Mike. And it's all his fault why we can't have it anymore. Yeah, very accusatory. And uh, he was very hurt by that. And he raged out terribly on the podcast and laid down the law on Devil Fart Mike. I'll be bringing Rick in shortly here. Get him on the podcast. For his first ever edition of Rick's Rants, or as he likes to call it, Rickless Abandoned. Yeah, you didn't know that was happening, but hey, welcome to the big time. Time to step up, young man. Do you have what it takes to carry that, carry the load on that bit? So I know there's something stuck in your craw, triggered Rick from TC Paintball. If you want to book an event, First of all, if it's a Saturday deal, you got to book it in advance. TCPaintballGR.com. Reach out to them. All the uh, pertinent information on reaching out is on their website. Fully stocked pro shop. Book an event for the neighborhood kids, your bro friends, bachelor party, bachelorette party, team building for work. TCPaintballGR.com. Great, fun event. You're playing outdoors. Weather's going to be awesome. You've got the village, which is like a live version of Call of Duty. You can play on that playing field or the, uh, what do you call it? Airball field. When you, you're like hiding behind the inflatable bunkers. There's a, get behind the Dorito. That's the only term I know. Okay. Fullhousecomedy.com. Rich Voss is in town. Ladies, cover your drinks. Dan Soder is in town. Friday and Saturday, you can see either one of those performers. Fullhousecomedy.com. Let's get this pain in the ass in here. You can't possibly be busy. Hi, you've reached Rick with PC Payball. If your matter is urgent, please leave a message. Otherwise, I will see that you called and retrieve your phone call. Thank you. Okay, I see that you're on an important call. 
He says, I'll call back on an important call. Okay, you take care of that important call, and then we'll hear from you. Thank you. I don't even know why I'm leaving this message, if you can hear me. All right, Rick. Now, Rick, you got to know going in, there are people that listen to this show who don't like you, and that uh, may trigger you. And I know that that happens with you. You know, if things don't go your way, you tend to throw yourself on the ground and whine and cry. Okay? So, just so you know, some people might turn on you because of your hot takes that you're going to make on the show. And I know you're not expecting this, but uh, if you're going to be a talent with a voice, you must be prepared and ready to go. I think you'll do fine. All right. We'll hear from Rick in a bit. I want to share with you um, a story about this. Uh, remember I talked about the kid, the 12-year-old who robbed. It might have been a Patreon bit. 12-year-old kid uh, robbed a gas station not far from here. And he, he walked up with like a gun. And I have uh, the video that goes along with it. And an interview with the lady that I talked to yesterday. I talked to her on the Patreon. But, um, the of, of course, she was super busy and could not talk to me. Which happens quite a bit. But that's okay because we got this here. So we'll pick it up. And check this out right now. Sorry, it's only one channel. Oh, okay. That's not what I wanted. I want this one. Skip ad. Surveillance video from a crime in Hartford showing a 12-year-old child rob a gas station clerk at gunpoint. We first told you about this yesterday at 6 o'clock. Tonight, we're talking to the woman who was behind the counter. News 8's Whitney Burney is in the newsroom right now with what we know. Whitney. Well, Sue, as you'll hear in the surveillance video, the clerk who asked to be identified only as Jessica was surprised at how... Jessica! Can you imagine if it was our Jessica... When that kid pulled the gun. Hey! What the fuck you doing? Fuck you think you are? You think this is a fucking game? You painted the ass fucking punk? You ain't ever gonna get any pussy if you're holding a gun on people. Now what do you say we crack open a bottle of fireball? You and I, right here, right now, and talk this shit out, you crazy little fuck. That's what we should do. Shouldn't you be in school, you little pain in the ass, motherfucker? How young the boy was, asking him if he was serious before he fired that gun. By the way, okay, so you see this dude, which is uh, 
Mr. Universe in Allegan County walking away. And then here, the kid's got the pistol inside of the backpack. He's going to pull it out and talk to Jessica. And then this guy behind him, all he wants to do is buy his candy. No shit. I need to watch that again. So, as you'll hear in this surveillance. So, are you serious? And then he he lets go of around. Video: The clerk who asked to be identified only as Jessica was surprised at how young the boy was, asking him if he was serious before he fired that gun. Yeah, I'm serious. Here, get off, Ryan. Here, take it. Wow. The woman called police and officers were able to arrest the 12-year-old soon after. They say the boy pried open a locked cabinet in his home to get the gun. It belonged to his guardian. Wow. The shot he fired left a hole in the ceiling of the gas station. We talked to the gas station clerk today who described the whole thing. Had you seen him before, this kid? I've never seen him. I ain't seen shit, man. He's another little crazy little fuck around here. Seen him before. What about the fact that he's 12 years old? That's so stunning. It is. It's the same age as my youngest. It's sad. I bet Jessica here is ha- is sad that she's hanging her fupa on the counter. Parents aren't doing their jobs. Did you think about not coming back to work today? Yeah. But you just... What made you... Why'd you work today? You just... Why'd you work today? Uh, I don't know, because it's my job, asshole. What else you got? Gotta work. (laughs) That 12-year-old boy who police are not naming is a student at Hartford Middle School. He's currently in custody at the juvenile facility in Allegan County. In the newsroom, Whitney Burney, News 8. Holy shit. Can you believe this little fuck? My God. I mean, in my opinion, at this point in the game, if you're this kid, there's no coming back from that, right? I mean, there's there's no way he's going to turn it around. You know, uh, sometimes you might have a kid who's getting D's in school, suddenly starts earning A's. That's turning it around. But uh, I don't know. The 12-year-old who struts into the gas station and and is pointing a gun at an unsuspecting person and saying, give me the... Holy shit. God, that would have been terrifying, this little fuck. You know, but there were a lot of people there who... Because um, that kid was super vulnerable. It would have been really easy to just bring that little fuck down. Um... I would have been tempted to do that. I hate to say it. I, I have kind of like this this urge to be like a superhero. I would have just grabbed that fucker's arms. He wouldn't have been able to and then kept it. Uh, yeah, I think I would have done that. You're like, ah, oh, bullshit, Eric Zane. There's no way.
Or if someone had a gun, it's being indicated, they could have very easily have shot him and said he wasn't even like worried about anybody else. Yeah, he could very easily have wound up dead. Man, that would have been terrible to shoot somebody. Fuck. What a ridiculous scenario. 12 years old. By the way, uh, I was in rare form on Facebook yesterday with my headlines. That's why I played the Bill Simonson clip of him laughing at uh, one of my headlines. And, you know, the thing about my headlines, I I do it to, to get a laugh. That's the goal. And so concerning the story about the two, about the fat-ass women at the graduation acting like animals, pulling hair and fighting, I would say the headline that I wrote, Hilljack heavyweight hog moms duke it out at high school graduation is appropriate. It's a horrible way to behave. If you want to act like that, that's what you get. And then this dude, Robert Sturgeon Jr. says, your descriptions of your videos are so tasteless. I get that you're trying to get to get clickbait, but seriously, it's over dramatic and super cringe. So then I did some investigating and I think I figured out why he's upset. I think it's because I described them as hillbilly heavyweight hog moms and You see what we have going on here. I think that might have hit close to home, if you know what I mean. Yikes. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Okay. All right. I get you. But, uh, you know, I left it at that, and uh, all I did was um, underneath that, I wrote, Yet you're still here. Thank you, citizen. And then the cavalry arrived. Uh, Nick wrote, your post is the only thing overdramatic I see here. Everybody else was having a good time, but old Robert Sturgeon Jr. was not having it. I then followed it up with the story about this piece of shit kid Local Allegan dirt child robs gas station at gunpoint. That one did not get any traction. Nobody cared about that. I was very proud of that headline. And zero, uh, just two comments, a stupid meme, which makes no sense. And uh, some dumb comment by that guy. My God, come on, people lighten up. Yeah, like, it's my fault that those women act like assholes and I can't be, I can't crack a funny headline. Shut up. All right. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. They want to hear from you. Great local business in West Michigan servicing all makes and models with the exception of Volkswagens. E-R-Vines. Irvines.com. Online. Uh, get your car repaired there. They will not let you down. And I love the accessibility because you could drop off the car on Sunday 
drop the keys in the thing. You know, a lot of places do that. Um, and then you can pay online when the work is done and pick it up after hours. They put the keys in a drop box or a, I should say lock box. If you need to get around and your car is being worked on, they have free loaner cars. I especially love how when I take the vehicle there and say, hey, I'm having a problem with this. They go, all right, we've identified that. Here's what's wrong with it. You also need this, this, and this. And they they back it up with like pictures on the email. They like take the time to show you what's up. And then you hit either the green box, yes, approve this work, or red box, I don't want this taken care of. I'll take care of this later. And then they're sending you reminders every handful of months you are scheduled for this maintenance. It's absolutely perfect. Okay? Be proactive hands-on in the service of your automobiles, trucks, cars, whatever they may be, with special emphasis on any hybrids or EVs. They have the uh, skill and the know-how, skill or no and know-how, I can't talk, to service those vehicles. All of the dealerships call upon them to fix the cars when they can't. And that happens quite a bit because the techs at Irvine's have more expertise than at the dealerships. That's true. So reach out to my friends at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. They're located very strategically right in the center of Grand Rapids, uh, two or three blocks east of 131, down a side street called Stafford. Thank you, Irvine's. Joe Martinez continues to live the good life as I think he's working towards maybe in the somewhat near future, passing the business on to his uh, his sweet son-in-law son-in-laws because i'm hearing more and more about joe is going out like gambling i think he kind of makes the son-in-laws work and then he goes and gambles the profits away i think he's becoming a degenerate gambler now uh that and he likes to hang around brothels as he recently did a tour of vegas casinos and um and houses of ill repute with his lovely better half. I think that they might be into that as a couple. Can you imagine? I'm totally kidding. Can you imagine though, if, if your wife says, Hey, um, I, I think, I think you've earned a threesome. What? Yes. Let's go to the bunny ranch and put the money down and buy a whore. And then, you know, you and I can have sex with her. Wouldn't that be fun? Can you imagine that? If Diana approached me and said that, I think I would say no. I might, I don't know, maybe I would, I'd have to get drunk. And I don't, it would be so strange. You know, I think it might ruin things for us. That, that would have to be a thing where it would be, don't think, just do it, you know? Because the second you think about it, it's like, I don't know what to do. I think I might freak out, you know, it's like, it's the same thing as with like donating, being a living donor of a kidney. Don't think, just do the fucking thing. So I think it's the same, same, uh, uh, concept. Um, when it comes to giving away a casino or going to a whorehouse with your wife, you can't think you just got to do it. Okay. I just got blasted with ADHD. So I don't know where that came from. Um, A and E, heating and cooling. That's who you need to call. 616-516-8579. 
Say no to the dumbasses in their stupid tennis commercial with their hag mother. Welcome back, Kent County Health Department. Okay. There's a website you need to uh, keep in mind. And their services go beyond Kent County. So if you are outside of Kent County, you can still utilize this for information. Uh, Hang on a second. I just pulled up the wrong website. I think I just pulled up a abortion clinic. All right. You go to accesskent.com. Slash health. Sorry, this is the first time this sponsor's been on in quite some time. <laughs> Hold on a second here. There it is. I'm an idiot. Accesskent.com slash health. Um, Wick. Let's see. Fucking this up again. Wick immunizations, personal health services. That's what we focus on on this show. I was given my marching orders. So if you go to accesskent.com slash health, if you click on immunizations, uh, obviously they're going to talk about COVID and flu vaccines, uh, but the long list of preventable things that you you or your loved ones can be immunized um, to. All right. All there on their website. If you need information about the WIC program to see if you qualify so that you can take advantage of, well, you know, being able to feed your family. Don't have it where anybody's going hungry. WIC is set up for you to utilize. And all the information about it is right here. In addition, if you go to personal health services, TB and STI, they don't call it STD anymore. They call it sexually transmitted infections. I I don't know why they changed it, but they do. Obviously a very real thing, especially among you Zaniacs, gonorrhea, chlamydia, and syphilis. Hang on, I'm talking about syphilis, which you no doubt have had at some point in your life. <laughs> Were we were just saying the, both, the same thing there, uh, talking over each other? No, no, no. It's good. Uh, you you were singing, and I was talking about gonorrhea. But I'll, I'll be with you. I'll be with you. You mean you look so amazing in that sundress? Oh, dear that God. Mean? Fucking hate you. Yeah, you can sing that, but I can't fart. Oh, come on, man. You see how it is, folks? Rick can do whatever he wants, but I can't fart. Okay, so you've been at this a long time. What would you say if you were observing another show of any type on any platform and they were largely focusing on farting into the microphone? How would you feel about that? I would, uh, well... That yeah, I think you'd yeah. be looking down that big nose at him. Yeah, but that's not what I was doing. You weren't farting on a microphone? 
you said largely farty focus. Yeah, I forgot what you just said, but you. Hey, it, let's go. Let's go review the tapes of that week several weeks ago, where yeah. it was like every half hour you were pulling it out. Like, there's got to be better content out there. There's a lot of shit to talk about, bro. Are you telling me that in two hours, if I farted once, that's too much? I think farting on a microphone is hacking. Well, what is it? You're talking, you're saying several things. You're saying too much, and then in general, I mean, what? Are you telling me that if, if Joe Rogan once a month farted on a mic, you'd say, oh, hey, I can handle that? No, that would, would disgust me, too. So, and so I'm, not a, I'm not against farting. I fart all the damn time. No, you are I against can't. farting. You, My you, family hates me for it, ev- but I don't do it in public. Everybody knows that you yell at your kids when they fart. No, I don't. My, my daughter does it and laughs her ass off when she does it. Everybody is, the whole audience is disgusted and angry at me because I, I let you run the show. Like I said, like I said before, you do what your audience want you to do because that's what your job is. You want, you want to keep the listeners happy and you want to gain more listeners. So if that's going to go over, then I encourage it. I oh. just can't do it. I can't listen to that. All I, I know, all I know is I had to abandon it because you were so triggered. <laughs> I don't like the word triggered, but okay. Why? What's, what's the matter with triggered? Cause I don't put myself in that category. It's a word. It's a word. It alludes to overreaction, and I don't think that's an overreaction. Um, well, so triggered is is no good. So uh, what what words should we use? Uh, <laughs> how about angry? I mean, I, I think that one fits me. Angry is okay. Yes. I'm uh, triggered is not is not worse than angry. I don't. I just don't like it. I mean, I I, I feel like a snowflake when you say triggered. I don't want to feel like a snowflake. Does anybody? Uh, whatever. I get triggered all the time. I don't feel like a snowflake. I'm sorry if you're weak-minded. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, hold that thought for a second. I got to sure. I gotta finish this sponsor. Yeah, okay. go ahead. And this is the sponsor. Oh, never mind. I better not say that. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Just hold, hold, that, hold that thought. Okay. So, um, anyway, what I was getting at with the Kent County health department. I'm glad that they are here. And it's important to point out that June is HIV awareness month. Did you know that nowadays you remember back in the olden days, if you were diagnosed with HIV, it's a death sentence. It's not like that anymore. Nowadays, if you take your medicine daily, the HIV can be so undetectable that you can go about a normal life. Okay. That's important to know, but the thing is you must get tested. Um, So the important thing to do is go to accesskent.com slash health and uh, click on the spot that I indicated uh, right here, personal health services, TB and STIs, and get more information for yourself so you can know. And I appreciate the Kent County Health Department for being back on the show been quite a ride for them the last two and a half years uh rick have we settled on a um uh, a title for for what we're about to do on the 20 on the what is it 26 no 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 rick's rants or rickless uh, abandon what are we i like rickless abandon rickless abandon where rick from tc paintball spills his guts about things stuck in his craw now baptism by fire is there anything on your mind right now that you've been giving thought to in the last 
days or weeks that you would like to air? You kind of put me on the spot. I didn't realize we're doing this today. We talked about this a couple weeks ago, but we never set a date and time, so I don't I don't have oh. a notepad full of notes. No, but, um, yeah, you, you, but mean, that's bullshit. That's all bullshit. Uh, all you need to do is think about something on your mind in the past couple of weeks that you can't stand. Well, I mean, there's a lot going on in the news that, I mean, just straight up scary, and it's, uh, I, I mean, I can't stand it. I can't stand when kids get shot. I don't know what the answer is. Um, I don't want to take guns away. Okay, yeah, um, that, I'll I, tell I wanna, you what. I, I want to focus on the mental health aspect of it. Let me um, let me uh, let me help you here. Um, okay. It, it, so so no gun control. I'm not saying no gun control. Um, I don't like knee-jerk reaction to things where they just where people talk about we need to take all the guns away. It's never going to happen. Like most people that do bad with guns don't acquire them legally. So how does that how does that help the situation at all? Um, I, I don't. I want. I want maybe background checks, uh, and I really want to focus on the mental health problem. I mean, I think one of the biggest overlooked. Well, I don't know if it's overlooked, but it's not really talked about in your uh, mainstream sources. And you know, what about the a, a number of pills that are being prescribed every single day, and the effect that that's having on our on our society? I mean, it's undeniable. In the past week, two people uh, went bought and then legally bought legally and then shot up the place school and hospital uh, yes and and yes. they and they but and, i mean we're talking about we're talking about a uh, a crescendo of the problem at this point right where we got to look at the full all the shootings and look at the the um the how the how all those guns were acquired not just the last two but how all of them were acquired and what the mental health the mental state of all these shooters were and I think you're going to find a common denominator. Um, what the hell was I going to ask you? Sorry, I just got distracted. Um, fuck. Oh, if your um, kids had uh, a, a bigger defense, would you be okay with that? Uh, bolstered, maybe uh, armed guards walking around, uh, locked down other than the front door. How would you feel about that? I'm okay with all of that. That's I'm okay with it. I mean, you don't know who's coming next, and you don't know where it's going to happen. You know, for a while, it wasn't happening in Michigan up until this year, and then all of a sudden, that kind of hits close to home. I always classify Michigan a little different than the rest of the company, the country because we're stuck up here on a peninsula, and we don't get some of the stuff that they get in the rest of the company, or country. Excuse me, but uh, you know, when it happened over in Detroit, um, you know that is creeping closer and closer to home. So it's like, man, it could happen here. It could happen to me. You know. I, I don't. I don't like taking liberties away, but I'm okay with securing the schools. I think that's what we should do. Uh, when I go pick my kids up, I pick my kids up on Wednesdays for paintball night, so they don't have to take the bus home. And you know, I got a knock on the window, and they got to hit the button to open the door, and I got to walk in, and you know, they got cameras and security monitors all over the place, so they know what's going on at the school. Um, I think that should be how it is right yeah. now. It should be a lockdown at the school, and the kids should be protected. I mean, that's. That's our most valuable resource. I, I I agree with that, and that's and I I um just recently here in uh, Jenison, you know they're they're constantly building uh, uh, athletic facilities. Uh, I, I I want them to spend some cash on on this exact thing that you're talking about. Yeah, I agree. You know, the, I think the argument there is the athletic facilities bring in money, so they want to you got to spend money to make money there. But uh, yeah, this is something that needs to come out of any budget anywhere to help, you know, help stop this, uh, help, help slow it down and then stop it all together. Like 
these these um uh i don't know wild cards these outliers these these crazy individuals that think that this is their 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 opportunity to unleash champagne on other people or to be remembered forever i mean they need to know that it's just not going to work and the more often they see it work the more copycat things we're starting to see from it and it's it's fucking disgusting man it's disgusting we didn't have to deal with the shit when i was a kid um I, I 100% want to keep my guns in my house, uh, but we we got to lock those schools down and we got to protect those kids. Now, wasn't this easy? All I had to do was wind you up and let you go. And look what you just accomplished. That was tremendous. Yeah, but you said you wanted some, I think these are well thought out um, points and not just reckless abandon that you wanted. You wanted the bull in the china shop. No. And I just don't, I don't have that on this subject. No, no, no. That's, that's a, I, I expect this type of explanation from you on all of these things. Reckless abandon doesn't have to mean you're, you're just, just t- telling people to suck your dick all the time. You know? Fair enough. <laughs> no, I think you did. I think you, I think you are a, I'm not, I'm not even shitting you. I make fun of you all the time because you're stupid. But I, I think I think you're really a, a talent. I think you've got some skills in this in this arena. You know, there's a lot of paintball podcasts, and I often think, you know, I have a lot to say, but I just don't think I have enough to say to start my own podcast. So I appreciate your uh, your perspective there. No, no, I'm a, I I will help you dispel that myth. You have you have enough game. I believe. Well, I hope this I hope this goes well. Then I hope it's something that we can continue. Well, yeah, the goal is people are, are either going to – It's all, this is always the goal when this is happening. Either right on or that guy's fucking nuts, okay? If you get both of those, that's that's a keeper. But if you get someone that goes, I barely remember, then that sucks dick. Well, I mean, on the comments, I think I am getting both of those right now. You probably will, and that's a winner. Uh, Chris says, rest in peace, fart Mike. Uh, we all know it's all your fault, Rick. So we're just gonna have to take it, take it for what it's worth. Maybe there should be another Patreon feature where you really focus on Devil Fart Mike, and then you know it's coming. If you want to hear it, you log in and you listen. And if you don't, you don't. Do I? Uh, when was the last time I marched into TC Paintball and said, "This is how you need to run your business"? Well, you have opinions all the time about it. I have never. Honest. I have never ever done what just happened a second ago never how dare you <laughs> i you know the fact that i got resistance on this is is funny it's funny i'm surprised and maybe there is and i just didn't notice i'm surprised you're not a reddit thread talking about your hacky ass devil fart mic i'm surprised that doesn't exist maybe it does look Hey, I'm wondering what type of off the mic conversations your old show is having about that. Oh, can you see? Did you see he's reverting to farting in his fucking microphone? That's a low blow. <laughs> that in itself would be enough reason for me not to want to do it if I were you. That's a that's a low blow in your bag of tricks right there. Um, I don't think it is. I think it. Yeah, sure it is. It's okay. It's all right. I can take that. I am not okay. triggered. <laughs> okay. Um, so full day of activity at TC Paintball. The weather's going to be fantastic. Did you just, absolutely? Just, yeah, it's going to be a good weekend. Just drop the phone or something. Yes. Oh, all right. Yeah, it's going to be a good weekend. So you got uh, uh, people booked for Saturday. Is there any openings? Um, we do have some openings Saturday. Um, 
obviously, you know, we talked about it before. Saturdays are really busy for us. They fill the capacity. I think I have a couple of time slots available, um, but you got to call ahead to make sure because, you know, we don't want a group walking in when we had another group scheduled and it turns into a big wait period for both those groups. Everyone, most of you guys have stood at my counter and realized it's kind of a process to get checked in. So calling ahead, making a reservation, finding out if we have availability. Not just Saturday. We recommend that on all days, but some days you can sneak in when we don't have uh, when we don't have uh, everything fully booked like we do uh, normally on Saturdays. Any vacation plans for you, Rick? Oh, what's a vacation, right? I mean, I travel a lot, but it's not really vacation. Uh, we, uh, my family and I, last fall purchased a place at Sandy Pines down south of town, and uh, we've been trying to spend every. Uh, weekend that I don't have fully booked down there and kind of enjoying the water and enjoying the, no, that's, that that's, the kids and that's stuff. That's excitement. Um, is, are the gas prices keeping you from, uh, you know, are they, are they starting to shut things down because we have $5 a gallon? How about that? Isn't that awesome? Yeah. I mean, I remember in like what, 2005, 2006 when they went to $3 a gallon and that really hurt, um, really hurt my business. I mean, I felt that, I mean, obviously we're not a necessity. We're a luxury, uh, so people can say no to paintball pretty easily when they got to worry about other things. Um, if something like that's got to be coming if the gas prices don't turn around. I mean, uh, but so far, knock on wood, it's been really good. I mean, people have been booking parties and booking groups and, you know, attending my events and doing all those things. So I haven't felt it yet. Um, but, I mean, if it continues this way, we're all going to feel it. Are you of the belief that Joe Biden is to blame for the gas price? I don't think he's helping things, but I think there's a lot of factors that go into that. So I'm not an expert on that, and I don't want to pretend to be, and I don't want to have an opinion on things that I'm not an expert on uh, because I'm just talking on my, out my ass then. I'm not a Joe Biden fan, but I don't know if we can completely blame him for this uh, situation. That sounds very wise. I never let uh, what I don't know get in my way of what I'm talking about, though. So you, that's what we love about you. You are more wise than I am. That's true. <laughs> We're just doling out the compliments now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I want you to have a great weekend, and uh, thank you for joining me on the spot like that. That is not easy. Yeah. Are we gonna do it uh, on Fridays or or what? Do we know? Maybe. Maybe we should. If it's okay with you. Yeah. The only the only conflict is the weekends that I travel, and so I have a lot of time. I'm out of here by now. Eh, we'll um, figure it I'll, out. I'll do my best to have my phone on me. We'll figure it out. Thank you for making everybody either approve of what you're saying or hate you. Very good. Somewhere in between. All right. Talk to you soon. See you, man. Bye. There you go, Rick. See, he's good. I'm telling you, he has skills. Check a baby, check a check a baby, check a check a baby, 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 baby. All right. Uh, where was I? I have tickets available for Saturday's West Michigan Ironman football game. To the first person who emails me, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. You're sitting in like this box. There'll be four other people there with you. I can even break them up. If, if just email me subject line, how many tickets you need Four tickets. I've got six available. You'll be sitting with other Zaniacs. Terry and his lovely family will be there. Uh, the beer is cold. The beer is cheap. The f- action is incredible. You might see someone get paralyzed. Holy shit. Um, 
The Ironmen are taking on the only other team that's been able to beat them in the past three years. I think they're called the Carolina Predators, which I always cringe when I hear that name, Predators, because I think of my old radio partner for one week on BBL. Pedicile. Anyway, reach out to me, Eric, at ericzanejo.com if you want to attend the freaking football game. Now, if you're listening to the audio podcast, by the time you get this, they probably will be gone, but maybe not. Maybe not. And I'm also going to award the Berlin Raceway tickets. Thank you to them for providing those. Uh, please get yourself an Eric Zancho podcast t-shirt. Go to my website, eric at ericzancho.com and check out the different styles. Uh, Bennett Flooring Installation did a hell of a job installing the flooring in the basement. Thank you, guys. Uh, 616-318-0167. They do an incredible job. The cheapest, most affordable way to have the flooring installed perfectly. I suggest doing most of the work yourself in terms of getting the room ready, ripping out the old stuff, um, uh, removing the trim if need be, and um, getting that ready to go. And then they show up, they measure the room, they go, this is how much going to cost for everything to be installed. It's no muss, no fuss. They're not going to try to upsell you anything. Uh, they can do, they can put any type of flooring down, ceramic, hardwood, vinyl plank, um, tile. They can even redo your bathroom too, which may be coming with Bennett Flooring Installation because I suspect that um, my pal Kyle is going to get fired by the queen of the forest. She's had it. She's like, if you can't be here every day, you're out. She's a ball breaker, man. I'm telling you. Uh, call Bennett, 616-318-0167. Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home. Discount outlet. That's where I bought the flooring. 34 boxes of flooring. God, were those heavy. I had to take them from the truck, from the embellisher, and put them on my shoulder and walk them down the steps. That was a bitch. But again, I did all that work myself so that Johnson, uh, Bennett didn't have to do it. Uh, buy the flooring there. Mention my name, save 10%. The discount is already deep because they have so much flooring there to sell at the discount outlet. The main store is down the street where all the rich people go. But you and I, we go to the discount outlet. Everything is cheaper at Johnson's Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet. It is run by the immortal Kent, drop the E at a U. Uh, Josh is one of his staff who used to like me on the radio and for some reason doesn't listen to the podcast. Like, Josh, what the fuck are you doing? That's his name, isn't it? Josh. And then uh, Aram, the Armenian giant, all five foot five of them. He does uh, the work of 10 men. It's one of two people I know named Aram. I bet no one in the world, at least no one in this podcast, knows two people named Aram. Kent might, if he knows Aram in Nashville and his co-worker Aram, both Armenian legends. Go to Johnson's. Ugly building, small sign. On Chicago Drive, behind Little Caesars. Uh, I'm not going to eat today because at 6, I'll be at Bosco's Pub for the uh, pre-orgy meal. 
Bosco's Pub, part of Terra Square. Sexy voice Andrea arranged this thing. And I see the usual suspects will be there. It is time for you to try a Luigi. Oh, God. So I eat that, and then I don't have to eat for the weekend. Ridiculous. Bosco's Pub, part of Terra Square, go there for lunch or dinner in Hudsonville, Michigan. They're closed on Sundays. And they need uh, staff. You can work there. Uh, starting pay for a cook is 15 if you're no experience, to $22 if you're experienced. You're making burgers, quesadillas, and chicken fingers. That's fucking sweet. Bosco's Pub, Hudsonville, Michigan. That's my time on the show today. It's been an exceptional week, and I thank you for being part of it. I've got the asshole of the day coming up here. But uh, getting back after it after that time off, it sure was fun. I appreciate you. Short week, Tuesday to Friday. I've got some things I have to publish today. I have to publish the Lost Zane recordings. Uh, Radio Behind the Curtain, I'll publish that for you on Patreon. Now all we need is an asshole of the day. By the way, yesterday um, I followed up my 15, I'm sorry, 14 Nutter Butter consumption evening two nights ago. Last night it was just a can of tuna fish with some crackers. But I think I ate way too many of the crackers and only for dessert, only two Oreos. Why do you, the question is asked, why do you keep that shit in your home? Well, I keep it in the home because when I want to eat 14 Nutter Butters, I know they're there. Why else? Going on 18 weeks till the marathon, half marathon against uh, Mike Ball. Nobody thinks I'm going to win this. Everyone thinks I'm going to get hammered. We talked about gas prices today. $4.99 locally. Uh, We talked about the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast last night. We talked about the Oklahoma gunman. President spoke yesterday. Said, for God's sake, do something. Talked about the sperm doctor. Talked about the 12-year-old robbery suspect. Uh I think we have a winner. That is going to do it. 12-year-old asshole whose name is not being... I hate that. Whose name is uh, being withheld because of his age. Yeah, bullshit. They should announce his age and every... uh, They should announce his name, I should say. We're not announcing his name because of... uh, He's a a minor. Uh, That should change. Like uh, show where he lives, who his parents are, what school he goes to, so we can all harass him. Uh, never before has someone deserved to be bullied. I hope he's getting bullied hard while he's in the juvenile detention facility, you stupid little fuck. All right. That is it. The show is in the books. We will talk to you on the Patreon. 
Join me, won't you? Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I'll talk to you there. Have a good one, folks. Till next time. Bye-bye. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving, plus high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H E R O.co.